and slammed the lid. Panic surged through her as she found herself locked in the dark space. From inside, she could clearly make out the sounds of her car being shut off and the door closed. Then they were moving. Chapter 1 The vibrating phone next to his bed was in danger of throwing itself off the side table. Then the ringtone started, Danger Zone. There were things Detective Jason Strong loved about his job, the mental challenge, the chance to right a wrong, and the people he worked with at the precinct. Then there were things he didn't like, missed dinners, long shifts, and endless paperwork. But if he had to pick one thing that made for a bad day, it was the middle-of-the-night calls. He hated climbing out of a comfortable bed to answer a call. So far, he hadn't figured out how to have murders scheduled between nine and five. He reached for the phone, now in its second go-round of the song. Hello, Detective Strong? Yeah, this is Lieutenant Savage. The fog of sleep was taking its time clearing from Jason's brain. Who? Lieutenant Savage, your boss? Jason snapped awake. Oh, yes, sir, I'm sorry. Not with it yet. Believe me, I understand. I have a scene for you and your partner. Where? Are you familiar with Salado Creek Greenway? Sure. There's a dead-end street, Belgium Lane, which intersects the trail. That's where the call came in from. Now sitting on the edge of the bed, Jason tried to keep his voice low. Any details? Not much. Female, twenty-something, dead on arrival. Very well, I'll call Vanessa, and we'll be on our way. I hope you have better luck than I did. I'm sorry. I tried to call her before I called you. I got no answer. That's odd. Annoying was the word I was thinking of. Yes, sir. If I can't reach her, I'll stop by her home on the way to the scene. Good. See you later at the station. Yes, sir. Jason hung up and looked at the clock. Two-fifteen. Why would Vanessa not answer? She normally picks up on the first ring. In order not to bother his wife Sandy any more than he had already, he went into the kitchen, started some coffee, and dialed his partner. It rang several times. Hello. Good morning, Vanessa. Morning starts at six. This is the middle of the night. We have a case. Super. Pick you up in twenty minutes. Thirty. Okay. See you shortly. Jason hung up and checked the coffee. Sandy had bought him a bun coffee maker for his birthday, grinning at him when he opened it and announcing it brewed a pot in three minutes. He had been thrilled. Nevertheless, at 2.30 in the morning, it tended to be the longest three minutes of his life. Vanessa appeared at the doorway just as Jason pulled up. Despite him taking nearly 45 minutes to arrive, his partner looked like she'd just rolled out of bed. Her black hair was pulled back in a ponytail, and her normally clear blue eyes were tracked with red streaks. She got into the car without saying anything. Jason pulled away from the curb and headed toward the east side of San Antonio. After a few minutes, he took a sideways glance at her. Everything all right? She was staring out the passenger side window. Yeah, just seems a little harder to eat up these days. I know what you mean. So, the new lieutenant was the one who called me with the case. Oh, how did he sound? More awake than me. Vanessa grunted. John Patton was always that way, too. It seems like our bosses don't need to sleep. He tried to call you first, but got no answer. Her head swiveled to look at him. Really? 
I didn't hear a thing, apparently. What did he tell you about the case? Female, twenties, DOA. Where? Saldo Greenway. Oh, both detectives spent the remainder of the ride in their own thoughts. Not until the flashing lights at the end of Belgium Lane came into view did either break the silence. Jason pointed toward the path leading out to the Greenway, about as perfect a sight for murder as there is. Vanessa got out of the car, stretched, then walked toward the yellow crime tape. She nodded toward a white van. Coroner's here. An officer was standing at the edge of the crime tape, and the detective showed him their badges before ducking under the yellow strip. The officer pointed down the path, about twenty yards to the left. As Vanessa moved in the direction indicated, Jason noticed a group of teenagers talking to another uniformed officer. Did they find the body? Yes. What's their story? They'd been drinking.